Welcome to episode 50 of the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Fountas, with Eric Sanchez. Eric, how was your holiday weekend? It's fantastic. Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Any, any wrestling-related stuff? No, none. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a good thing? No. No? you got to get a little... Well, you, well, I guess that's true. You you told me a story a second ago about looking for a pop, but it was the Deadpool pop, not yeah. the wrestling-related pops. Right. But. I stopped at Target on the way here looking for some of the incredible pops, but... They're going to get them tomorrow. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. They're supposed to anyway. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> so it's a limit one, so I'll try to get there early. Uh, speaking of pops, we'll get to how that relates to the show in a second and what this show is about. You could follow us guys on Twitter at PPW Podcast. Uh, you're going to be wanting to do that for sure for this week's show, and I'll get to that in a second. Positively Processing Podcast, SoundCloud, iTunes. Please leave a review if you can. That helps us out a lot, gets us to more gets us in front of more people to listen to us uh positively processing podcast yeah that was right <laughs> i've done this show 50 times i think i had this down yeah. by now <laughs> ppwpodcast.gmail.com if you want to send us a note audio comment or anything else long form want to support the show head to whatamaneuver.net we've got one shirt up there now surprise eric i'm going to ask to you to send me the design yeah, I'll get that this too, week yeah. so we get our new t-shirt design yeah. up for people and if you want to do that, you pick up a shirt. It helps support the show. It literally just goes to offsetting the cost for the server cost every month, which makes the show free for everyone, everyone to listen to. 50 episodes is the theme of the show. And by theme, I mean we're just going to talk about the first 50 shows and what right. we liked. And just This is a super casual yeah. show. I wanted to do nothing special. I was going to try to book an interview with a guest or two, but then I was like, maybe we'll save that for a 100th episode if we ever get that long. Yeah. Well, hopefully we will with our our thing we've been doing the past handful of shows of every other week rather than once a week it's going to take a while but work and you're busy and everyone's busy and all that stuff yeah. and sometimes takes some time but 50 that's that's a good accomplishment a good milestone yeah so i just looked on our on the itunes page or the podcast page on my iphone here and mm-hmm. our first episode launched on january 1st 2017 and i can't believe i launched it on new year's day that seems like why why, why would i do that i don't know why i'm we, sure we recorded it sometime in december yeah um but I don't know when we would have done it. Probably, I'm thinking, like, like the 30th, maybe. I, I don't know. I can look exactly when it was. But that was the first episode. It was Awesome Moments. And it was Awesome Moments Part 1. And the reason for that is because I think you... Maybe we didn't know like what we were going to do for a second show. <laughs> no, no. So here's what happened. So Awesome Moments Part 1 happened, and we recorded it. And we had about an hour further of the show. And then you, you like, asked me to pause for something, and then I did. And then when I went back to restart the recording... I screwed up where I overlapped the second part of the recording with the first. So the whole last 35 minutes of the show is just lost. Okay. It's just all screwed up. So that was gone. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to fix this. At first, I thought, oh, the whole show was ruined the first time we screwed it up. You know? <laughs> right. So I was like, we'll just make this into two parts. So we did our, our awesome moments, part one and two. And So we redid the second half for part two? Yes, we okay. redid it. So some of, like, just for an example, some of the highlights of our first show was these are just random things we talked about. Was The Undertaker joined the All-Americans at the 93 Survivor Series. That seems like a month ago. Yeah. The the return of Shane O'Mac. Um, I think I've talked about this story a hundred times. I threw a tantrum causing myself to miss WrestleMania 8. Our first wrestling figures and much more. So that was a few of the topics we talked about in the yeah. first show. And I remember with the show, I had this idea for this show, I don't know, for a while. I was like, I have all this useless wrestling knowledge in my head. I have all this information of just, like, you get it all the time. And I think people that listen to the show kind of pick up on it. They're like, I like how you notice stupid things that I thought only, only I noticed growing right. up and things yeah. like that. And I, I really I think we're all wrestling fans are the same in the sense that we all notice weird stuff. And I think that's why I get frustrated sometimes when wrestling doesn't pay attention to detail. Because guess what? Mm-hmm. We're all paying attention to it. 
And I was like, let me just think of a, th- a show. And I didn't want to just do like a wrestling recap show because a lot of people do that. And really, my opinion is no better than anybody else's. Right. So Especially like, in hindsight and court, uh, court, uh, what do you call it? Like armchair wrestler? Yeah, armchair quarterback, <laughs> armchair critic or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're just, it just, it's easy to, to look, to look in hindsight. And we were talking about Eric Bischoff's throw, show, 83 Weeks, which shows context is king. That's his, his catchphrase on there. Yeah. And hindsight's 2020 and all that. With this show, I was like, well, let's make something where everybody complains online. Like, and that's our first t-shirt. But I always noticed, like, people are complaining and complaining about stuff. Like, I'm like, why are you watching? Like, just, just stop watching. Yeah. But everybody loves to. But at the same time, there's all this great stuff we love about it, even in the current product. You know, I think Seth Rollins is awesome. Like, one little thing I love right now, I love the crowd shouting burn it down during oh, yeah, his entrance. Yeah. I don't know why. It's it's yeah. cool. You know, little stuff like that. Uh, so I started that. Sh- that's That was kind of my thought process for starting the show. I remember when I told my wife about it, she's like, who's going to listen to you? I was like, I don't know. Maybe nobody. But I wanted to try it. And then I yeah, was... Yeah, I mean, why not? Right. And I was I was thinking of, thinking of people to do. And I have a handful of wrestling fans, friends. And I was like, well, I need someone that will be committed to doing something. And I was like, maybe you'll do it. So I texted you. You're like, "All right, I'm in." I kind of the idea, and like, it didn't take much convincing, but you were in. Like, yeah. what were your thoughts when we well, first my, started doing my schedule this? is a little bit more open. I think everybody else. Yeah. Well, what did you first think too when you when I said like, "Hey, let's do this." You're like, "All right, let's just try something fun." Or what were your thoughts on it? I mean, I like talking about wrestling. I didn't realize that you knew like ten times more than I did. <laughs> so I think I just kind of settled into the role of the sidekick, and then you kind of just took over for everything. But I mean, there are some things that came up that I just have a lot more knowledge on. So, yeah. You know, you let me freestyle a little bit on that kind of stuff, but. I don't know. I just thought it was fun. I mean, we've talked about wrestling before, and there's other people I talk about wrestling with. It it just seems like, I don't know, just like cool thing to talk about, hear other people's opinions and how they view things. And you mm-hmm. know, if my opinion is listened to and acknowledged and, oh, yeah, you're right, or this and that, then that just makes conversation more fun, which I think we both do. So this, I thought it would thought be a good idea. Yeah, and this show, I think, people that are going to listen to this show, it's probably going to be more for people that have, are regular listeners. And I'm not going to say, we have thousands of listeners. We don't. We have a, like 150, 200 listeners, yeah. sometimes more, depending if we have a guest or not a week. But to me, that's like insane. Yeah. Like people I've never met before are going to listen to me talk. You know, that it just blows my mind that I have someone that says, oh, I'm a fan of your show, like a fan. Like, that's crazy to me, you know? Yeah. And well, I Googled the uh, Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast today, and then Google, like, the first page is maybe, I get maybe, like, ten results. And yeah. The first seven is a couple shows. Um, the T-shirt is in yeah. on the first page. So, you know, people are, are searching it and looking it up. Mm-hmm. And I think Eli Everfly is, like, number three. Yeah. Episode 37. So, I'm like, yeah, yeah that was a fun interview. <laughs> yeah, he was a really fun interview. And I think he's a guy that could totally see if, if he wanted to. You know, he's kind of killing it right now in his career, if you've yeah. noticed him. He's at he's at Eli Everfly's The Fly. He's based out of California. He does a ton of high flying stuff. If he wanted to come to like Cruiserweight 205 Live or, or go to something like that. He probably could. Yeah. He just made his PWG debut a couple months ago, and he's he was a guy I found. I mentioned it on a YouTube kind of trap where I just started looking up, you know, wrestling stuff. And it was like, you may like this. And I clicked, and it was him doing a backflip off of a backboard in the in a high school gym and do a yeah. match or something like that. Uh-huh. So we talked about it a little bit in the interview with him. Uh, another thing I love is all the Twitter Twitter interaction. My wife jokes. She goes, whenever I'm tagged in one of your tweets, I, like, blow up. I normally have no mentions. All of a sudden, I've got a bunch from you guys. Yeah. And, and we have a million Twitter followers. But do we? Everyone we have is super interactive with each other, which is awesome. Yeah. The past four or five days, my phone's the same way, and I didn't really get a chance to go back to see where things originated from because yeah. I'm still – like 80% familiar with Twitter, so I don't know how to find the original thing that I was that I was tagged in, and then I get all these replies that, I guess if I was part of the conversation, I would read them, but you know when yeah. I get like 23 notifications, it's like I don't even want to deal with it because I don't <laughs> even know where to start, so I just kind of you know, act like I looked at them, and then my notifications go away. <laughs> uh, speaking of Twitter, so I said this at the beginning. We're going to do a giveaway in celebration of this. We've done a couple giveaways before, mm-hmm. and it's going to be pretty simple to win just like last time. All you'll have to be doing is you'll have to retweet and follow us. And if you're retweet and following us, you're automatically entered for this contest. Uh, it's going to be the Shawn Michaels Funko Pop, the Walgreens exclusive one. I have it up there on my shelf. We're going to give that away. I was actually going to sell that, but I was like, you know what? I'll just give it away. It's not worth the extra 10 or 12 bucks I'll get for it. I'll just give it away to a listener. Yeah. I'll tweet the link out. Uh, you can retweet us to a retweet at PPW Podcast and follow at PPW Podcast. And I think what I'll do is at the end of the show, 
I'm going to like say something, like to mention it. And if you tweet me what I mentioned, you'll get an extra couple of entries. We'll say an extra three entries because it's worth it if you make it all the way into the show. You'll get an extra right. three entries. You got an advantage. <laughs> um, if you take the time to listen all the way to the end. Yes, you got an advantage of this. And uh, let's talk. We could talk about now uh, some of our favorite episodes. But before that, so I don't know if anyone's familiar. I don't know if you ever talked about kind of where how we met or whatever, you know. So. Eric and I worked at a retail store called Service Merchandise back in the two, early 2000s, late 90s. Yeah. I think I started there in 2000. You probably started in like 98 or something like that. I started in 96, like the summer oh, of wow. high school. So you were just, didn't you leave and come back though? Yeah, I did leave. I went to Circuit City for like three months. Yeah. And then one of the guys got promoted to my position. Uh-huh. And then when I decided to come back, technically, I guess I was still in the system. Like, the managers never took me out. Yeah. So it was just easy to just bring me back in because it's like I never left. Uh-huh. But during the time that, uh, well, nobody knows who this is, but Joe Garidi, he took over for me Joe at the time. <laughs> when I came back, I found out that he won my commission for the quarter because uh-huh. I left, like, right around that time. So all the commissions that I would have earned that quarter all went to him. And when I came back, they just put me in jewelry instead of, like, electronics. Yeah. So, I was kind of mad that I gave up that, and then it went to him because he didn't do anything for it. Yeah, but on the plus side, electronics kind of like collapsed on itself a, oh, a year sure. or so later, and then you yeah. got you know jewelry commission, which is a lot higher than yeah, that. yeah. When I worked in jewelry, that was the most money I made. I mean, even for like the next five years, like yeah. monthly, that's that was the best job I ever had. Yeah. Well, this is not wrestling related at all, but <laughs> so like for those who don't know, the upsell on jewelry is insane. Yeah. Like the employee discount. Well, the markup, right. Right. That's what I meant. So the employee discount, for example, for us was 50%. So they were still making money off of that. Yeah. You know, I think I bought like a, a citizen watch. Oh, we got 16. real fancy back then. I was buying bracelets yeah. and necklaces and watches. Like, like, it was like a $150 watch yeah. I got for, you know, 75 bucks. And like, I don't need a citizen watch. Yeah. What's funny is when I was moving out of my parents' house, I found it like in the box still because I wore it for a little bit because at yeah. service merchandise, we had to wear a shirt and tie. Right. Um, so I was wearing it to work, and like I don't wear a shirt. And, I haven't worn a shirt and tie in since service. Every job I've had has been casual. It's been awesome, yeah. but I kept it, kept the watch, and I found it. And I told my wife Lauren, I was like, "Let's give this to your dad for Christmas." And now he wears it all the time. You know, nice. so he loves that watch. There you go, a little repurposing. Stuff. But anyway, so you're a few years older than I am. I think four years older than I am. Yeah, and. We just, you know, we were we were just like friendly with each other at work because there was kind of different little different cliques a little yeah. bit. Well, your sister was a little bit older. Me yeah. and her were friends, so we hung out a lot, and that's how I kind of got to know you. And then you yeah. started working, and then yeah, exactly. And then like everyone knew each other. Yeah. And then we, everyone kind of stayed in contact for a few years after the store closed in two thousand two, and um, through wrestling, pretty much through pay per views at various friends' house. Right. You know, then through college, then everyone kind of stayed in contact somewhat through Facebook, and then a few years ago at our mutual friend's wedding. We were talking again. It was just about wrestling and stuff. I was like, hey, come over this weekend for the pay-per-view. <laughs> right. And then you did. And then ever since then, however many years they've been married, three or four years yeah. now, you've kind of hung around still. And you still don't come over to pay-per-views anymore because your dad kind of stole you from us. But he's, he's, That's he, all right. he wants to watch it. But you're over for the podcast. That's got a hard like, background story with it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, let, you had a list you sent over to me. Of some favorite, just well, stuff that topics. stood out. Like I didn't yeah. really have time well, to go right. through reasons no, and stuff. But no, I don't want you to expect you to listen to fifty episodes or whatever. But I'm just saying, like things that I went back to. I'm like, oh, those were a lot of fun. Yeah, just start pick pick a random one to start, and then we'll we'll kind of go back and forth oh, from there. Let me pull this up. Like the first one I thought was real fun when we did with Pat. Like we did the toys and the video yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, that, that was an early episode. That in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, so that was episode five. I thought that was a lot of fun because it was just just kind of understanding the passion of like going through the magazines and like you were talking about the. Uh-huh. Uh, um, whatever booklet it was for the, yeah. the Nintendo game. Right, right. Yeah. The game, like the preview, like hyping up yeah. the games for it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then the Hasbro's, and then, I mean, you guys had some Jack stuff, but I was more Mattel, and I don't know, that was just a lot of fun to kind of nerd out <laughs> yeah. about all that stuff. Yeah, for an hour or whatever it was, yeah. yeah. That was one of our more popular episodes at the beginning, too, I remember. It was, I'm sure it was because we had a guest, my friend Pat was on, and I'm sure mm-hmm. he told people to listen to it, but right. that was one of our more popular episodes at the beginning of the show. What else you get? What's another one you had? Uh, the next one was, I think the next week, we started talking about the top 10 theme songs. Yep. And then the boss man was just like, yeah, like it was overall the, the, the running joke. <laughs> yeah. That was a good time. The, the boss man one, yep. One of the ones I had, and this is like kind of crazy to me. So on episode, I'm looking up here, episode 18, so our 18th episode in. Mm-hmm. I this is when you started enjoying it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Our 18th episode in, it was the women's wrestling episode. Yeah, I've got that on my list. And. That was the one where I asked Lila Doom, like, hey, do you want to come on? You should come on sometime. Because I, fo- I found her, obviously, through 
the thing where she did the raw appearance with Nia Jax, and she did the appearance with Carmella on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this girl is like <laughs> kind of got a good look, interesting, and, and I was like, that's kind of cool. And I was like, I'm like just messenger, and she said, yeah, I'd love to. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> At the time, we had like 300 followers on Twitter yeah. or whatever, and she was so cool and so nice to us, and I couldn't tell you how thankful I was for her coming on. She's the second highest episode we've ever had. I'll tell you the first one at the end of the show here, but uh-huh. she's the second highest listened to episode we've ever had. And it was just super nice to us. She had a great story. We met her a couple times at the Rise shows. She's she's currently, her career is pretty much blowing up. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see her in this next May Young tournament that they're, they're starting to shoot in July. Yeah. And if she's not in it, and I think it's a mistake. She's in a lot of different promotions. She's a champion in a lot of promotions. She's the, she's she's the, the Shimmer champ, champ and with Shimmer. Leva Bates. Yeah, and Shimmer. And then she's the Phoenix of Rise. She's the world champion in the Phoenix of Rise. Yeah. And then she's in Sabotage Wrestling. She's in Wrestle Circus. She's kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. She's, she's based out in California <clears throat> now, and it's just... Every weekend she's booked too. Like I see her and she's booked consistently every weekend. Yeah. Uh, another one that was super cool was uh, at the time her name was Angel Dust, and she's kind of switched it over to Dust slash Zoe Sky. Mm-hmm. She's in an awesome program with Rosemary, and I think they're called Paradise Lost. Is like their tag team. Yeah. And, I forgot the other woman's name, but. And what? In that Paradise Lost, because there's another. One yeah, you're right. Yeah, but for us, you know. Yeah. That's all we care about. The people that the people that are nice to us. <laughs> I'm super. She was also super awesome. She's like a girl that I think. It, she, I wish she would promote herself more because she's a good wrestler. She had that awesome dog collar match with Chelsea yeah, Blackheart, right? Like a brutal match in front of you know a packed house at the the River Eagles Club or whatever it was. And she's someone I her. She's at Zoe Sky Pro. Make sure you guys are following her. And again, someone did not need to come on. Was super cool to come on to the show for us and. Gave a great interview with fun stories and everything like that, too. So it was cool to talk to and meet a few of these wrestlers, too. And it was funny is during that first transition, when she went from Angel Dust to Dust, that was the show we were at at Rise where she teamed with Rosemary. And I kind of messaged her on Twitter, and I was like, hey, you know, I wanted to say hi. She's like, yeah, I knew you were going to be there. She goes, but it wouldn't really make sense for me to be all happy, smiling with fans if you're going to yeah. do that in the show later. I'm like, yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. And then at Wrestle- kayfabe. <laughs> which is good. Right. At WrestleCon this year, when I met Rosemary, I talked to her a little bit. And by the way, she's super nice and was super cool about the the storyline her and, and Dust had. She goes, yes. She goes, I love that story. She goes, I love working with the younger girls. She goes, the Rise people are growing. They're selling out that show. So she's one. I don't think she necessarily wants to come to WWE based on what her, like she said with Twitter yeah. and everything. But I'd like to see her. And I think... She'd be an awesome character to come up right now, kind of something yeah. that would give a little jolt into the women's division. Yeah. I haven't really followed Impact as closely as I, I, I've been watching lately. So previously, before I've been watching the past couple of weeks, I don't really know how this kind of developed. But I kind of see a similar storyline with Rosemary and Allie. Because mm-hmm. Allie, they're teaming up. And yeah. I know that um, Rosemary turned face a while ago, and they were teaming up. But I just feel like... Um, Rosemary was going against Sue Young. She got buried, so her whatever thing is kind of like Undertaker-ish, where she's just yeah. gone. And then Allie is kind of getting a little bit more possessed. So I kind of see that little influence from that Rise uh, mm-hmm. storyline. Yeah. What else you got? What's another what show that you had that you thought um, was fun for us? <clears throat> well, episode 22 and a half, I got the Lila yeah. Doom and the Angel Dust interview. So I really like those. Uh, number 30, I like because I didn't really really watch much of this growing up with the uh, this Starcade, was the Starcade matches. matches. Yep. Yeah. This was so the was Sammy nice Castle to... suggestion for us. Yeah, so it was nice to go back and watch some of the old stuff. And I don't know, just see like Magnum TA and Tully and Brain Busters and Ric Flair and all that old yeah. stuff was kind of fun to watch. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I was just taking a big yeah. sip of my drink there, which is a nice awkward silence for everyone to listen right. to. We appreciate it. You got something else? <laughs> um, not for that. I mean, do you have any other uh, memories from that one? From the Starcade one, again, that was more of a... I watched a lot of older Starcades. When I say older, I mean from like 93 on when I was mm-hmm. a kid. But watching some of the younger the younger <clears> ones, <throat> the older, older ones from the 80s, it, when it was the NWA, was awesome because we both talked about this a ton, was just how into it the crowds were. Like, matches that otherwise are pretty boring, the crowd's into every move because they yeah. treated it like a fight, you know? They're like, this is awesome, like, go! Like, they wanted people to win so bad, like... I never would have thought I'd be so into an, a Mike Rotunda match, you know? Right. Like, who, who knew IRS was a big <laughs> a big draw in the NWA? Or Jay Youngblood and uh, Ricky Steamboat. Yeah, right? You know, it's crazy, but it's 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 a lot of fun to go back and see stuff that I normally wouldn't watch. And I was telling you today, I was watching, this is no different for me normally, but I was watching SummerSlam 
89. I want to do a whole show on that. It was just top to bottom, I think a really underrated show. Uh-huh. And it's annoying, annoying for me because on the network, it doesn't have the match markers. So I <laughs> tweeted WWE Network. I'm like, hey, this doesn't have match markers. <laughs> Hashtag important. So like, we'll get on that right away. So oh, yeah, see, that's good. Wait to see if they're going to Because I need that on Roku, too, because it doesn't tell me where stuff starts or where it Well, ends. here's the deal. So match markers are only currently on the PlayStation app and, like, the Xbox app. So for, like, the Roku, the Apple TV, there's no match markers, well, which is kind of annoying. They do. They need to make the streaming like Netflix does, where you can see... Like when you fast forward, going fast you can see, yeah, that's yeah. Kind of, that's what's nice. And that's what I think is nice about having physical copies, too, is one, the quality is usually a little better. Just obviously it's going to be a physical disc is going to be better than a stream, mm-hmm. especially with if it's a Blu-ray because network only streams highest is in 720. Yeah. But it's it's nicer to have that option. Yeah. And you got your chapters. Yeah, you got to have the chapters and special features and all that stuff. <clears throat> yeah. I just ordered the uh, Macho Man unreleased DVD set comes out. Today, I picked stuff from Amazon, so it'll be here tomorrow. Nice. Check out some old-school Macho Man stuff. You watched the uh, Macho Man documentary thing that was on the network? That is on the... That was a Blu-ray set that came out, but yeah, I've seen it. Okay. It's good. Where Lanny Poffo's in it a lot. Yeah. I like listening to Lanny Poffo talk. He's just very, like... The way he talks... This is very articulate. Yeah, but it seems like he's, like... You wouldn't think he talked like that in real life, but that's just how he is. Like, the mm-hmm. genius right. is who Lanny Poffo is. It's crazy, yeah. you know? <laughs> What did you got in the other ones? Um, the one I really liked was our Christmas special because I went back and watched like a couple of like Christmas Raws, the one with uh, Mick Foley and Santa yeah. Claus, and like, I don't know, like two thousand. Well, I love that one about where Del Rio ran over Santa Claus. Yeah, that's the. That's Forgot the how funny that episode was. That's <laughs> I think that's my favorite Christmas Raw. I think I think it's, <laughs> it's like beep 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 beep. There's like a big. <laughs> I think that's a storyline through the whole thing. Yeah, it was a lot of fun for sure. Yeah. I love... Oh, yeah, his heart rate monitor starts doing jingle yeah. bells like at the end. <laughs> yeah, he, he was saved. I loved our Merchamania show. We took a look back at those old wrestling catalogs. Yeah. And we talked about just the different types of stuff we loved, you mm-hmm. know, the different random T-shirts and how it's evolved over the years. You know, right. I, th- I thought that was a lot of fun. And those uh, chalk line jackets, those are back, right? Yes, they are. They're back, and they're, they're pricey. Were though. they chalk line or were they starters back then? They were... St- I don't know. So I remember Stars were really big for a while, like when I was younger. Oh yeah, Stars the pullover, you yeah. know, the pullover with like I had like a I had a, a this is for like '90s kids. So I had a Georgetown Hoya one. You know nothing about Georgetown Hoyas, but it was <laughs> a bulldog Georgetown on the was back. Awesome back then. I had the bulldog on the back. I had a Chicago Bulls one. I had a Blackhawks one and an Atlanta Falcons one. Man, Those were my like. Well, I mean, I kept outgrowing them over the years. Okay. And, you know, J.C. Penny would have a sale. We'd hook that up. Yeah. My first one that was the Bulls one was not a pullover. It was her, my mom was like, you're not getting a pullover? That's stupid for a jacket. And in retrospect, she's right. It is stupid. Yeah. Well, I had uh, the Steeler zip-up. That was real nice. I think I got that like 95 or 96. Yeah. And it wouldn't be a show without Forrest barking in the background. So what are you going to do, right? I'm sure the mailman is part of the show. She is. <clears throat> she's part of the show. Uh, another one I liked a lot was an interview with Ring Skirts. So he's at Ring Skirts on Twitter. He's I give him shout-outs all the time. But... I, I messaged him once. I was like, you should come on and we should talk collecting sometime. He's like, okay. And he was kind of like iffy about it because he was busy. And I think he's like a super important actual job. I think he's like a doctor or something. Don't quote me on yeah. that. But uh, he, the first time we were supposed to do it, I felt super bad because I was trying to fix my garage door opener. It was supposed to take like 10 minutes. It took like all day to fix it. So I had to cancel. We eventually got it down. And it was just a fun show. He's, he, we talked about his wrestle cave, his belts, and little nitpicky things we have about collecting. And yeah. His his posing, how he poses his figures and right. all that stuff. Yeah, it was, that's always fun. Yeah, it was interesting. I, mean, I pose to talk my about figures. <laughs> you should take pictures about them too. Yeah, you pose them in like you got like a collector collection area, right? Yeah. Okay, there you go. Well, I've got a couple of collection areas. Yeah, I did. Mine are all in boxes now behind me. Yeah, right? they are. It looks empty in here. It's okay. We'll get it up soon. All right. In our uh, <clears> our, ho- our ho- pictures for our house mm-hmm. that they took, I'll send you a link to it in a second. But because my house is going up for sale soon, and. Above my TV is the I have a belt like on display, and this is not in my like hidden room. This is in the main family room of the house. And I was like, "You can take that down." I'm like, "No." People are like, "That's the belt house. That house is awesome." <laughs> That's how they remember it. Yeah, and then also in our, my room here, I only have a couple things up. I have I play in a baseball league and have for a few years. And a few years back, we won the whole league championship. So there's a trophy here in the corner, and it's a big trophy. Mm-hmm. And then in front of it's like a division championship trophy. Yeah. Lauren's like, what are you doing? Why is that out? I'm like, so people know champions live here. 
<laughs> buy the, come buy the house of the champions. Right. <laughs> I don't know. One wrestles, one plays baseball or something. Uh, what about uh, the celebrity show we did? That was fun. I like that one. Because, again, it was tough to go back where you forgot about like stuff that happened. That's one of the things I like about the show, stuff where we forget yeah. about things that happen or anything like that. They're, those are always fun. Uh, I also like our shows where we pick specific events. Like we did the WrestleMania 31, Survivor Series 89. We did the Saturday Night's Main Event ones on Fox. Like we specific, right, WrestleMania 7, show. that was a fun show. Yes. The WrestleMania <clears throat> 7 show, like, I mean... I mean, that's our, that's that's our wheelhouse that's right there. That's the show, you know? I'm going to WrestleMania 7 tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> you should. I'm thinking about it. Thinking about it. One of the ones I really liked also was... Uh, Episode 43, Owen Hart. I thought that was a lot of fun just to go back and watch all of his uh, you know, older matches and try to find some hidden gems on YouTube or the network or even, uh, what's that other one, Daily Motion, like stuff like that. The Daily because the network doesn't have stuff on yeah. it? Yeah. Another guy I want to thank is Kerry, and he used to be WWE Squared Circle guy, but they, he changed. He's now with Al Snow's Collar Elbow Group, where he's at Collar X Elbow WWE, and he's always at front row at shows. He's super cool to come on. He's one of the quote unquote super fans, mm-hmm. and I loved how he would. If you ever notice, he kind of like roasts people on t- every time. So like he'll get like tied into a thread where they're like calling out super fans like you guys are losers with your free tickets, blah blah blah. And then like he'll just like pop in. It's like <clears throat> don't bother talking to this guy. He's just a loser who's never talked to a girl without giving out his credit card number <laughs> or something like that. Just yeah. a quick roast, and then he'll pop right out. Right. So make sure you're following. Boom, Kerry, roasted. Pat Carey at Collar X Elbow WWE. He's been a fan of the show for and a friend of the show for a long time. Yeah, so. your interview when he's on it, the, those are good interviews mm-hmm. and conversations too. Yeah, he's he, he's also a guy. I think he he kind of liked our show too because he's like he gets sick of everyone complaining. He's like, then why is everyone going to shows? He's like, right. it sucks. Okay, then don't watch. There's plenty of other wrestling to watch, which is awesome. We watch other wrestling too. We watched ROH and New Japan and all that stuff. Yeah. And there's it's awesome that more wrestling is coming around because when I was a kid and when we were kids, anything wrestling, we were like, I'm in. Yeah. Yes, like there's a magazine or something's on TV. Like I'm watching no matter yeah, what. I it would is. get like the ringside magazines. I, I was flipping through the channels. I remember CNN or whatever it was, Headline News used to do like 52 after the hour. They would mm-hmm. actually include like wrestling. Results, so I thought that was kind of cool. And then EXPN after school had like global wrestling, AWA and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, this is cool. So it, just like anything that was wrestling, I didn't even have to know who they were. I could mm-hmm. kind of get into it. And at GWF, that's where I saw like the uh, Lightning Kid before he was on Raw. Ooh, you were and an insider. Pa- yeah, and the Patriot before he was on Raw. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was cool because they also had the Dark Patriot back then, but. You know, that's just me showing off my GWF skills. I remember <laughs> when, knowledge. They, when they first announced with the network, it was just supposed to be a channel. I'm like, okay, that's awesome enough. Like, yeah. just a wrestling channel. Just <clears> flipping <throat> on random stuff. I'm, like, thinking, like, I'll have to set my DVR in the future if I, like, a show. But what they turned into was just, like, incredible. You yeah. know, they could be charging more for it. Don't tell them that. I'd be paying more for this. Mm-hmm. There's a rumor that they're going to start acquiring more independents and have them stream on their network and offer tiers of service for stuff. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see if they offered a tier where you only got the archive stuff but not the pay-per-views. How many people would just buy that? And and it's in, it'd be interesting to see. But yeah. it's really good. And I wish, as much as I don't think the network itself is perfect as a browsing app, it's still better than what's out there for other wrestlings. Like, I haven't seen TNA's one yet, but Ring of Honor's Honor Club's just okay. Mm. The New Japan one's not good at all. It's basically just a website with, with stuff you have to kind of search for. The Impact one X I haven't seen yet, but there's plenty of stuff to watch. On uh, the Fight app, I mean, that's kind of cool because there's other wrestling promotions that have, like, their weekly television type stuff on there. Um, I can pull it up later, but um, Ring of Honor is on there. I think there's some uh, Classic Wrestling Federation or Super Showdown, whatever. But there's a lot of just off-the-wall indie promotions that, you know, just upload their content for free to watch. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that's where I watch the Weekly Ring of Honors. And uh, GWF, what is it? No, that's, that's not it. It's Global, whatever it is for Impact. Mm-hmm. They just said they uploaded all the Fox Sports net stuff from the yeah. Asylum days with, like, the older AJ Styles. And Macho Man was in there. So, I don't know. We'll see how that works out. I might pay for that. Another thing that I, I people with just kind of like the history of the show... So when I first started, I'm like, how many get people to listen to it? Like, I, I know of a few people, like, thankfully, my buddy Jeff, who was former host of the Man Cave podcast, 
because he shut that show down, had a huge following, and now he started up a new podcast called Schaefer's Pub. Make sure you're following them. I just retweeted them out. They're starting out soon. Some of his friends and his listeners, Jeff was like, check Steve out. He's awesome, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I've got a handful of listeners thanks to him, which was cool. I'm like, how am I going to get more? So then I started thinking about this thing, and I called it the WrestleMania Memories Project. And it was a lot more of a work, not a pain in the butt, but more work than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. When I say work, it was literally just scheduling stuff. It wasn't labor or anything. But And the idea was, okay, WrestleMania is great, and it's different than any other event. Let's talk about why and what the, the event itself is and community. And for people that want to go... So I put a post on wrestling forums, put a post on Reddit, got a handful of people to watch or to, to respond, and it worked a, a little bit. You know, I didn't get a huge bump, but people found out about us, and a few a few of those people stuck around. And, and one of the guys, uh, which I don't get a lot of time talking back and forth with him because he's, he's not on Twitter for some reason, is uh, this was episode number let's see here number nine, and Danny Williams, he's from Canada. And he attended WrestleMania 6 and 18 live. So it was awesome to get that perspective. And he had a bunch of cool stories about being, you know, huge Bret Hart fans. And then Bret Hart at WrestleMania 6 has like a six-second match. The Hart Foundation won in like six seconds. He's like, we were great. They won. But what the hell? We wanted to see Bret Hart. Yeah. And he talked about sneaking in to WrestleMania 18 before the show started and and seeing guys rehearse their matches in the ring and then getting kicked out and all that stuff. So he had awesome stories. And then uh, there was an episode with Lance. I'm going to just pull up his Twitter here because I don't want to forget him. But he's a local guy from the Joliet area, and he responded to my thing. He went to the WrestleMania uh, 23 in Detroit, Lance Roseland, where he got to be on WWF.com for an interview. He's at Lance Roz, R-O-Z 25. Make sure you're following him. He was super cool to to join the show, too. So that WrestleMania Memories Project kind of started, started going with this. So that was fun to do. And... You weren't a part of a lot of those because I had to schedule all the interviews and kind of do right, them separate yeah. times. Um, that's where I met KB from KB Wrestling Reviews. He came on. He's been on a couple times. We have to get him back on soon. Go to his website, guys, kbwrestlingreviews.com. Seriously, just it's a, just a simple page. It's not a huge ad page. He's also with WrestlingRumors.net. But he, that's his job. He's a full-time writer for his site and for his books he writes and for WrestlingRumors.net. And he's reviewed every show ever. And it's not snarky. It's just his honest opinion on stuff. Yeah. I met him at WrestleMania weekend. He was super pumped. I let him cut in line and meet Bret Hart. <laughs> you know, good guy. Totally, totally super cool guy. And I try to get him to come to All In. He's like, I have super anxiety about crowds. I do not want to go to Chicago type of thing. Yeah. But make sure you're following him at KB Reviews. Another another cool guy we got to meet via the podcast. You got any other show topics? Uh, Hasbro Mania was a good time. Yeah, that I was like, one of like that might have been that. my favorite episode. Was it? <laughs> I might have been because there was live toy one because like the eventual like guy that almost got knocked. Bret Hart was in the finals. Got yeah. almost got knocked out in the first round by Doink. Right, we almost knocked him out. You know, I was like, wait a minute. You're like, let me see. Let's, re- let's rethink this. <laughs> yeah, you pull like we had some of the toys out. You're like, let's see. We had like live playing. Oh, he's got the yeah. punch. Undertaker won. I, th- I still stand by the Undertaker being the best Hasbro ever. I would, too. You know, Macho Man. I, at least him and Macho Man. I mean, yeah. I could do the elbow drop or the pretend he's doing the double axe handle from the top. But the Undertaker had the choke slam and the clothesline and, clothes and the punch. You could tombstone him. You could. He just had one uh, one better move. <laughs> <laughs> he won. But you were talking about the Bret Hart. You're like, man, he's got the, like, the gut punch. Right. Ooh, Bret Hart's good, too, and all that stuff. And that was a lot of fun to do that show. Yeah, was, what's nice about that, you could replicate like uh, Bret Hart's like good work and punch. <laughs> <clears throat> he's a uh, stiff worker. Yeah. He keeps a kayfabe, too. Then you can like really ram him right into the uh, turnbuckles. Yeah, the the, the sternum first turnbuckle. <laughs> yeah. I got to meet Bret Hart. Got to tell him the story I told him a million times about him being my favorite wrestler at WrestleCon, and he had an awesome autograph. So that was sweet too. Yeah, I got to meet Stone Cold. I talked about before WrestleMania. So all this stuff, I probably wouldn't have gone to WrestleMania this past year had it not been for the show because I've kind of reignited my fandom. Some I've always been a huge fan and always will be. But it's super fun that I got to meet a bunch of people that have heard of the show and listened to the show. Uh, uh, Hassan I met down in Orlando, too. I'm going to give him a shout real quick on Twitter. Make sure to follow his YouTube page. It's slakester.tv. But you can let me follow him on Twitter. It's uh, Let me see here. Sorry, guys. My wife loves it when I do this. Here we go. It's at Slake Omar, O-M-A-R. And he's got a YouTube channel where he does talks about day in the life stuff. Gives he's got a bunch of figures with autographs. He gives tours of. Mm-hmm. Got to meet him. He was a super cool guy. I got to meet the fully posable guys. Make sure you're following them at fully posable KP KP and DC the YouTuber. Uh, I got to meet Ant from Rant with Ant podcast. They're going to be at Starcast. 
Make sure you're following them. They're at rant. <laughs> at at <laughs> rant with ant. That's the one. Uh, make sure you're following them. You see, let me just yeah at rant with ant. Yes, make sure you're following them because they're going to be at Starcast. I'm going to go say hello to those guys when they're here at that big show at All In in Chicago, Hoffman Estates, not Chicago, mm-hmm. coming up in September for All In weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. But I got to meet people. It was cool. Yeah, you know, to, to sounds like a lot of fun. fun. Yeah, you should have came. But you're like, yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm you're poor. More, you're more casual too. Yeah. Any other shows? I'm a little shy in public. Yeah, it's okay. Um, the, the last one that I have on this list I thought was a lot of fun that I can go back to uh, Intercontinental Championship matches or championship. So just going back and finding some old Warrior matches, perfect matches. Yeah, you had a bunch of like rare ones. It was yeah. cool. I'm like thinking like mainstream SummerSlam, whatever else it is. <laughs> but I like to go back and like just dig through and try to find stuff like that. So I found so much doing that on the, my five favorite champions, and I went through all the different matches. I'm like, this is awesome. Like I spent the whole weekend just watching wrestling. <laughs> Yeah, that was that's that's what's fun about this too, and I like it too. Sometimes I like after you leave, and I usually edit the show that night, and sometimes I'll come home and or my I'll, I'll be home. My wife and daughter will come home, and my Penny's like, "Where's Daddy?" She's like, "He's editing his show," and she'll come upstairs, and I have my headphones on. She goes, "Daddy, you got your Beats on?" Like, <laughs> she calls all headphones Beats. She thinks yeah. they're Beats. I'm like, "Yep, got my Beats." Okay, she's been on the show before too. She yeah. had a special guest appearance. And so did my wife. My wife was on once, and she felt awkward. So i got to have her back on again. Oh, yeah, she, she feels, was on. When she feels less awkward, she goes, yes, I talk like this. But that's how she talks at all. She tries to, yeah. I don't know. If you don't, I guess if you don't like your the sound of your voice, you're kind of intimidated by something. I don't know. It just sounds. You said I hear my I hear myself the whole entire time. I got headphones on. I hear myself talking. I hear you talking. You used yeah. to have headphones on. Not anymore. You're good. Yeah. Well, I think one one week it just blew out your computer, so I just stopped using the headphones. <laughs> <laughs> I think what that was. I think I fixed it. Was I had an old frailed power cord, and that's what it was. Okay. So I think we got that fixed now. So ever since then, I haven't worn headphones. <laughs> Speaking so with podcasts, I tell everyone this. Just start one, and it's easy to do. Here's how I did it, just for anyone that wants to do one. You know, make it, you know, Ninja Turtle Wrestling Jackasses or whatever you want to do, whatever you want. There was a, th- a thread on Reddit, like every once in a while that pops up on Squared Circle. Someone's like, check out my new podcast. And that'll be it's a bunch of people. You're, well, I do this. No one's listening. Everyone's got a podcast, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Those are all the naysayers. Like, who cares? Then don't, then don't listen type of thing. But if you don't do it this year, then in 2025, you're like, oh, I'm going to do it. But then by then, there's already, you know, 50 bajillion podcasts. And even that, it's like, whatever happens, I'm going to have a record of 50 episodes of myself talking about wrestling when I was in my early yeah. 30s. So I've got that going for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you do too, right? The, what I did, so I have a Mac, and every Mac comes with GarageBand. And I record it in GarageBand. I just have two USB mics. I know some people have mixers and some people have better mics. Our mics are fine. They're not, I think our audio quality is good enough. You know, I've got a couple pop filters and I bought a couple of just, I think, mic arms, basically they're called. But everything on Amazon, I think total, I spent about a hundred bucks between the two microphones, the pop filters, and everything else. And not, not kind of the computer, obviously. And I went on YouTube. And figured out how to record with two different microphones and all that stuff. Figure how to mix it and all that. I figured out how to do all that stuff through YouTube. It was pretty easy to do. If you don't have a Mac, if you just have a just a, a regular Google Chromebook or a Dell or just a Windows computer, there's plenty of free software for you to do it. Yeah. Or you can just use your, your cell phone. Everyone's got a phone. Just start recording and talking. Then all then there's a, the thing that's a little more complicated is figuring out how to create an RSS feed. And that, that basically feeds your podcast to the world, to to iTunes, to SoundCloud, to wherever you're hosting it. And then you got to buy a host. We went, we go through SoundCloud. There's Podbean. Uh, there's a few other ones, but I just I just pick SoundCloud. Stitcher? Do you yeah. pay for Stitcher or no? I don't pay for Stitcher, no. Uh, but you might if you want to get a, a feed on it, but I don't. My Our feed's through SoundCloud. Yeah. So I pay SoundCloud. I think it's 15 bucks a month for unlimited storage. If I paid less, we'd have less storage, which would mean people couldn't go back and listen to archived episodes yeah. unless they downloaded them previously. And that's another thing that's interesting as I see the stats of the shows. I'll look and be like, man, older shows are going up. Like not a ton, but like 20, 15 here and there. So that means people are going back, liking one show, and going back and listening to other shows, which yeah. is, is kind of cool. Uh, I think Ring Skirts one time said, like, I'm now caught up on all PPW shows. I'm officially ready for the Survivor Series <laughs> because that's the intro of our show. Yeah. Are you ready for the Survivor Series? And the intro I made that my wife said, Are you ready? <laughs> the original intro I made was like almost two minutes long. Like, this is way too long. But I liked it so much, so I just right. cut it. I cut it in the intro and outro. Yeah. But that was the original one was a long one. So that was something that I 
That's that's something I think everyone should do. Just start a show. Just pick your buddy or talk to yourself. I've done shows by myself before. It's a little awkward. Yeah. But you can't think about it, I found. There was one I listened to when you were doing all of your WrestleMania shows that you went to. Yeah. Like, I thought it was fun. Like, there were some cool stories and there were some weird moments mm-hmm. and it was this. and it was, But overall, I just enjoyed, like, you telling all your different memories from all. I didn't realize you went to so many WrestleManias. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that, and I'm I'm glad you got that theme feel too because I like listening to people tell like little random stories. Like podcasts, I like I like listening to podcasts about I like the main subject. Then they'll go off and like, well, oh, this has nothing to do with this. But we'll just talk about this in my yeah. life type of thing. And we've done that before a lot too. And that's what I did with with when I'm by myself. Is I tried not to think about I'm talking to myself because I kind of am. Yeah. Uh, but but because I'm so, well, this is the other thing. Like I'm so used to doing it with you when I listen to you without me. Yeah, it's like I would have said this, right? You know, it sparks things in my head where I would have mentioned if I yeah. was on. And then there's times where I re-listen to what I when we do stuff to get like the earlier ones I yeah. re-listen to all the time. Like, man, why did I say that? Why did I say this? And it was just like I was critiquing myself too much. So I don't even listen to them anymore. Listen to them when I'm on anymore. I've I've heard this is not me. I've heard so people have told me before. And with this show or, or things I've done, I've done things like at work where I'll record the company voice messages, the company memo type thing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, are you really good at like talking type? Like when I have a script, I'm pretty good at reading it and being yeah. concise with it. And I always, I always have been, I don't know why, even in school, like remember when you would go around the room in school and class and you, everyone, you, teacher pick you, read these lines from the book, right, but everyone's yeah. like, I don't want to do it. I like, I always didn't care. And I remember my teacher, I would do it when she was like, just keep going. They would like have me read like the entire section because yeah. I wasn't like, today, Billy Madison. Right. So I was always good at that. I was never really afraid starting the show, like hearing myself talk or talking. I think I sound weird just because everyone does, but just, I know it's the way I talk. Right. Can't do anything. Yeah, exactly. There has been times where I'm like, man, I'm super nasally, and it's because I have bad allergies. Sometimes I get nasally. But it's nothing I think too crazy. I try to avoid drinking into the microphone or, or sneezing or coughing or doing whatever. But when I, f- for people that are afraid of how you're going to sound, you don't sound as weird as you think you do. Right. Basically, yeah. That is just how you talk. Everyone's used to it. Don't worry. You know, I tell people that too that are, are looking to start a show or have questions about it. It's like, just do it. And speaking of people that I want to give a shout out to. Dan Spencer at the Ringside Podcast, at Ringside Podcast, follow them. It was nice enough to have me on their show. He's going to join our show probably sometime in July. So make sure you're following those guys. They're more of a just buddies joking around, giving each other crap type of thing, talking about wrestling. They have interviews mm-hmm. with guys from OVW, and they've got interviews with guys uh, in the Louisville area because that's where they're from. So it's cool to listen to them and get a different point of view. The Our, our Vantage Point podcast they're a show that like <clears throat> makes me laugh because of the stupid things they talk about. You know, yeah. they do a ton of sound clips. I'm jealous of all their sound clips. We, I tried to do a handful of drops, but theirs are great. They have like a, a soundboard. It seems like like a button. So yeah. make sure you're following those two guys, the Ringside Podcast and our Vantage Point Podcast. I love those guys. And uh, any other show highlights or th- overall thoughts or anything like that that you have? No, I mean, I kind of went over the shows <clears throat> that stuck out to me. Is just I just really enjoyed because I got a chance to go back. And but yeah, I said it. I don't know at least twenty times, but it's just fun to do this show because it, it, with preparation, I can go through and watch stuff that I probably would have never gone back and watched. Yeah. So there's days where you're like, hey, can you do a show tomorrow? I'm like, I don't really. Well, one, my first thought is I don't have time to watch anything right now. Yeah. So I just say, I guess I don't know. Yeah. You know, give me a little bit more time. So the thing with that is it's like <clears throat> I work from home a couple of days a week. Yeah. And when we do our show, this is basically my lunch break. Like I'll be off my computer for an hour from work for like a, whatever, and then I'll go back to work. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's kind of why. So my job, yeah. the way my job is, is it's a little all over the place. You know, sometimes I'm super busy. Sometimes it's not as busy. Sometimes I do stuff now. Sometimes I can wait. That's why I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to text Derek. Could you come over and do this? <laughs> and sometimes we'll get another show in almost two and a half weeks. We've got to do something to get it out. Right. Here, but, yeah. And I, I'm never worried about you not having enough to talk about because I could always fill stuff in and right. I can push yeah. stuff off of you. So I'm never really worried about that. Yeah. You might be, but I'm not. <laughs> no, I, I was at the beginning, but I'd say the past six months, I feel more confident that you can just like kind of just freestyle and just keep talking about stuff. Because I mean, you just have so much knowledge, and you can like 
put all of that into like words and <laughs> I could put I'm good at words. Well, just like putting all those thoughts together and like, man, I really can't do that unless I'm like really thinking about it and like I'm trying to focus on subjects. To critique myself, sometimes that I notice I do is I get I start talking and I'll start thinking in my head what I'm going to say next and I'll jump ahead and I'll just start like, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. And I'll try to like cover it. Yeah. And sometimes I do cover it. You don't know, but I know I screwed up. So that's kind of funny too. When I'm listening, well, I'm listening back to shows. I'm like, I was supposed to say this here, or that was a screw up there. And yeah. I listen to every one of our shows just to, to pick up on things I can do better and things that show topics and that we can mm-hmm. hear about. And my end goal with the show is never to make money or, or anything like that. It's just it was just an excuse to talk about wrestling. I have knowledge and. To prove my wife wrong, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> when she says, who's going to listen? Well, that she, echoes in your head every night no, before you she, fall asleep. She's behind a bunch who's of episodes. Listen? And it, she's behind a bunch of episodes. She goes, she goes, I try to listen. And Penny in the back seat goes, not daddy, play music. So yeah. My two-year-old, almost three-year-old, wants to listen to music, not not listen to daddy talk. Right. But, but I do like when you give me at least like three or four days advance notice. So yeah. maybe I can just kind of process and look stuff up online first and then have my own ideas and memories and then kind of just put some stuff together to where I feel more comfortable coming in, like doing a report. You know, I feel better. <laughs> a like, book report. Pretty much. Like I feel better getting all my thoughts together and all this kind of stuff in order and then I can just roll with it. But just kind of coming in totally unsure about stuff and going mute for a while and you're like, hey, you got to keep talking. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this real quick. So I've got it up here. This is episode one of the show. I'm going to play the intro here. This is just in my two-minute intro? No, not the intro. Oh, here. Hold on. Let's get this here. This is... Here we go. It was a minute 32 seconds. I'll take it easy, Lauren. (laughs) All right. Here's like the first minute of our show. We're going to listen to here and see if it's awkward or not. Here we go. Episode one, guys. This is 49 Does it have the date on that? Or yeah, January, January 1st, 2017. There you go. Hey, guys. Welcome to the oh, very so first bad. episode of the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. My name is Steve Fountas. And terrible. I do this because there's a lot of negativity when it comes to pro wrestling, whether it be I'm podcasts or websites or message boards on Reddit or anything else you can think of. And I wanted to focus on some of the more positive things that I love about pro wrestling. No energy. Get it up, dude. Say, Oh, that storyline was stupid, or this guy should like, exactly. Was no, no one should listen to this. <laughs> so whoever did listen to it, thank you for sticking with us. I'm sorry. Sorry. Oh, don't worry. Let's get to you here. Hold on. Oh, here we go. Here's Eric. Who's ready for Eric? My very first, I guess, guest host. Guest host. This. So this is back when I assumed I would have to get different hosts every week because I didn't know you. Right. I didn't think you'd be committed. <laughs> I'm like, well, you were just the guest host to right. start. Look at that. Oh man. I got promoted. All right, here we go. Here's our guest host. I was 16 years old. Uh, his name is Eric. Eric Sanchez. Go ahead. What's up, Eric? Hey. What's going on, Steve? Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> first, first episode is you coughing. Hey. <laughs> Oh, we're so nervous. Even further, like once I got into it, then I started going back. I've listened to this in forever. Probably since we first came out. Yeah. I'm sweating over here. I don't know if it's because it's hot in here. I'm just nervous listening to it. (laughs) You know, 30 some years that I still love wrestling. Yeah. I still go back and watch wrestling. I love the new product. Sound quality is pretty good, though. We'll give ourselves that. We're always good with that, right? Right. Uh, Smacking lips and coughing. Sometimes and the product didn't really capture my imagination anymore. Yeah, but you always kind of go. All right, so that was bad, right? Yeah, yeah, whatever. So, anyways, (laughs) what I'm trying to talk about. (laughs) All right, now now let's compare that. Let's listen to last week's episode. See how much better, or or if it's the same. What if it's just as terrible? Oh my god, I hope it's the same. All right, let's go here. This was the wrestling shirt show. Here we go. Let me skip it here. Come on, load up here. Well, that's right, because this intro is now. Here we go. Where are we at? Oh, look at that. Oh, that's right. That's I, I surprised you with this episode. Yeah. I just, like, started recording. But I had my sister listen to the first one, because I wasn't sure how it sounded. She's yeah. like, it sounds fine. She's like, you both sound nerdy, but... <laughs> well, we are. Because <laughs> it's, you know, stuff yeah. that she doesn't here. watch. Hey guys, welcome to episode 49 of the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Oh, look at these little chipper, yeah. chipper guys. Eric is reading through uh, some old WWF magazines. Who's on the cover of that magazine? This one's got Michael Jordan and uh, Lex Luger. Yeah, you like it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> much better. Much much less cringeworthy. We, we talk faster. It's like we're just a little bit more comfortable. <laughs> yes. So go us for improving over this course of 50 episodes. Yeah. 
let's talk about the giveaway again. So we've got the Shawn Michaels Funko Pop. I already mentioned. I'll tweet something out here in a, uh, when the show goes live where you just have to retweet that and follow us, and you'll automatically be entered. If you want an extra five entries, this is what you got to do. You just have to tweet me at PPW Podcast, tweet hashtag high penny. This is my daughter. I'm going to show her all the tweets she gets. Hashtag high penny? Yeah, H-I-P-E-N-N-Y. High penny. That's all you got to do. You get an extra five entries into it. What I did last time for the giveaways is like an online generator. You just put people's names in, and you do it. So, so like, retweet? No, just a retweet and a follow. Retweet and follow. That's all you got to do. Got it. Because people start doing only likes and all that. The retweets get more people seeing it, too. That's the idea. Yeah. So you guys get a free Michael's Funko Pop, which is a Walgreens exclusive. Nothing crazy rare, right. but not easy to find either, you know? That was uh, the idea for the giveaway this week is to get more followers and to give something back to people that listen to us. And That's what's awesome. Gonna, hopefully, hopefully the winner appreciates the free <laughs> free item you know and uh that's another thing too is people always wondering is how do you gain more followers and things like that it's just pretty much a snowball effect is one guy will like us and retweet and and one guy with a lot of followers will retweet us and type of that so i think we're up to something that i couldn't fathom at the time we don't have a ton and this isn't are you talking about the twitter followers or the yeah. listeners the twitter followers were just under 1400 listeners is like i said we average a off a little over, I don't know, between 100 and 150 a week. Um, it gets a little higher as the weeks go on because sometimes people go back and yeah, like that wrestling shirts. Yeah, just that, I mean that's pretty shocking that at least 100 people. Yeah, it is. I mean, minus me, us. minus the one that listens to me, right. you know, because you don't listen anymore. But the the thing that's interesting is I'll get a like a, a spike the first day. A spike second, a lull, and then like it'll be up again. So I haven't quite figured out like when people are listening or not listening type of thing. I don't really know what it is. And there's so many podcasts out there, especially wrestling mm-hmm. ones. We were just talking about the 83 weeks one, where it's it's tough to find time. But with people just driving everywhere now and everyone's at their desk with yeah. headphones in, it's it's much easier to listen to stuff. Yeah, I don't. If people drop new episodes, say Tuesdays and Thursdays, I don't download them Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay. When, I, when I turn my phone back on, automatically they'll update, and then a big list will show up. I'm like, oh, yeah, let me go through. Like, I'm reminded that way when I turn my phone back on after shutting it off. Right. Get all the updates. I'm like, okay, yeah, let me download all those. So I might download stuff that's two weeks old or three days old or maybe the same day. It just depends on when I download them. Yeah, and it's it's this last the, – what's funny is the last show we listened to, the wrestling shirts, it got like no – I was like, no list. I was like, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. And like, there's like twelve. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I guess no one cared about this one. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it shot up. So I'm certain there's like a SoundCloud delay or something. But either way, like, it was crazy. Yeah, that's possible too. I think we're. I don't. I'll look at the exact number. We're almost to seven thousand or seventy five hundred total listens. Once we get to ten thousand, I'll do another giveaway. So listen, guys. Mega giveaway. Maybe a mega giveaway. The mega. The first mega. I mean, give- for ten thousand, you got to do a mega giveaway. Yeah, I'll find something cool. I'll find something cool to give away to people for sure. Maybe a. LJN figure or something. Yeah. The uh, disc replay by us mm-hmm. has a couple of Jash Classic Superstars on the card for only five bucks each. I was going to buy one, but I was like, man, the Jax ones don't look near as good as the Mattel. Right. Like, the Mattel is just so much better. And at the time, I remember being pissed Mattel took over. But now I'm like, <laughs> man, screw Jax. Yeah. You're like, Eric was right. <laughs> I don't know why I defended Jax a year ago. <laughs> the, what do you think, what would you guess is our most downloaded episode ever? I already told you the first one was Delilah Doom, was the f- second most listened to I mean, based ever. on my Google research, or um, result, I would say Eli. Nope. What was it? It was episode 42, WrestleMania Tips with Carrie Squared Circle Guy. Okay, okay. yeah, I can see that guy. too. I think a lot had to do with, with, that was in the end of February, and a lot of people were just trying to plan the WrestleMania trips, mm-hmm. and I was like, I've been to WrestleManias, Carrie's been to them, let's help them out. And people have used, like, people have tweeted me saying, like, hey, this is what we did type of thing. Yeah. And I remember Dan Spencer and Clint from the Ringside Podcast were talking about how they listened to the show because they really wanted a commemorative chair, <clears throat> and they were, like, thinking, like, how are we going to get one because they didn't have the, the seats. And Carrie on the show said, like, hey, if you want one, bring cash, people some, they don't want to deal with it. So I was with him at WrestleMania after the show, and he's like, who's selling? Who's selling? One guy's like, I'll sell. He's like, 150 He's like, I'll do 150 He's like, I was going to give you 200 He didn't tell him that. He's like, I was yeah. going to pay 200 you know, right. type of thing, because they were 225 or 200 in the Superstore. He's like, but this is cool because this is actually at WrestleMania. So yeah. it's pretty cool of him. Him and his, his buddy drove. It's easier to get it back home. So use this a tip from PPW Podcast. Yeah. 
what is one thing that you hate about the show? I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I hate Forrest. You hate? No, no, I don't hate Forrest. She's a good dog. I don't hate anything about the show. That's good. I, it was a joke. It's the positive, oh, okay. positively promising podcast. What's one that? Sorry, what's past? <laughs> what is one of your favorite things about doing this show over the past fifty episodes? Seeing you. Well, besides that, that's number one. Uh, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm not kidding. Oh. But uh, I guess just being able to go back and watch all the stuff that I would never watch. You mentioned before you wouldn't have a network subscription. If it wasn't for the show. I wouldn't. No. <laughs> So because, you know what? I think the first six months or whatever, I would watch stuff on like some illegal stream. Yeah. Like just, even like pay-per-views, that's how I would watch it. It was just too much of a pain. You're like, I'm just going to go do this. Yeah. Get my 10 bucks a month. And then, I don't know, I did like the free... I did the free thing on three different cards and three different emails. So yeah. I did that for a while. I'm like, you know, what am I doing? <laughs> I'll just pay the 10 bucks a month and just roll with it. Yeah. So, you know, I do sit back and then there's other things on there. Like I'll watch Old Tough Enough. So I'll watch yeah, old I was watching WCW Old Tough Enough too. Like the uh, the last one that the Yeti one or that the one guy Brandon. Uh, I don't know his real name, but it was, was the, the more recent one. Yeah, it was. The yeah, re- I didn't see that one. You I saw the it. one with uh, Idolise that- and. Um, Did you ever watch the more recent one when it was no, live? No, so no. that's got Patrick Clark was now Velveteen Dream. It's okay. got Mandy Rose on it. It's got Sonya Deville. I did start to watch it, like yeah. the first episode. Yeah. And then what's cool about that is that last episode, Manny Rose lost to this girl named Sarah Lee. And Manny Rose, I think, lost, and they talked about it, was because she she decided to play the villainous character on Tough Enough. So, but yeah. it was a fan-voted thing, so that was kind of dumb. So Sarah Lee won. She's no longer in WWE because she got pregnant, so she couldn't wrestle anymore. So she's you know doing her own path. Awesome, good for her. Manny Rose stuck with it, got signed. She's on the main roster. Yeah. The guy that won Tough Enough, Josh, was his name, Josh, called himself the Yeti. He got let go for i think he performance enhancing drugs or something but mm-hmm. he did something stupid this was when the there was a faction on raw that just debuted it was adam rose heath slater and uh, bo the, dallas what were they called the social outcasts yeah. and he tweeted like oh lol more like social jobbers and everyone like just went all the rest is like who the f are you and right. blah, blah blah like yeah. off on him like you're not nobody what are you, you dumb fan so he got let go the person that came in second of that series or season was uh, uh, ZZ, the overweight guy from uh, Louisiana type okay, of thing. Yeah, he never made any. He got uh, developmental, but never made it past there. But Patrick Clark, who's now Velveteen Dream, you could tell on the show he was going to be the best one on there. And right now, he's just Velveteen Dream's awesome. He's got like everything for right. going for him. He's got yeah, the character, his wrestling's awesome. He's good shape. He's just. I th- he's only like 23 years old too or 22 he's awesome yeah big fan of velveteen dream yeah, i like his blend of like prince and rick rude and yeah i don't know just everything's like really cool about him I, yeah he can be somebody huge coming up in the future i think cena once cena said recently he can be the guy coming up soon. yeah <laughs> yeah not the guy like the big dog but right. <laughs> that's such a lame like name, name the big dog big dog and the boss I mean, it's Michael. boss time right <laughs> yeah. or michael cole but you were saying, yeah, your favorite. Anyway, back to the subject. Your, one of your favorite things about the show is just getting to watch stuff. Yeah, and just going back and watching that's, stuff. That's for me. That is one of my favorites. But for me, it's the interaction I get with on on Twitter with all these wrestling fans, and it's all positive vibes and all good stuff. That's one of my. That's one of the, one of my favorite yeah. things. And I think another thing with this podcast, I underestimated was how difficult it would be to have entertainment entertaining shows every week. Like, I can just come on here and we can just ramble for 25 minutes, but I mm-hmm. want to have a theme and stick to it and have a show every week, you know, and stick. try to keep it around, around an hour. I'm not good enough to talk for three hours or anything like that or two hours yeah. even. So I want to have a, stick to a theme and stick to an hour, and, and I think that's been fun, but it's also been one of the more tough things to do. Yeah. I remember earlier in the show you said, hey, come up with some ideas. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I want to do – like, just – yeah. Really energetic. I'm like, I want to do Saturday Night's main event. You're like, no, we got to do something more current. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then we ended up doing Saturday Night's main event. Yeah. Well, just, and then I got excited again. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, we can get there. We will get there. I have a whole. I still have a whole list of stuff we got to talk yeah. about. Still got plenty of show ideas coming up, guys. If you have any ideas, at PPW Podcast is always send it over to us. We're always up for suggestions. The one suggestion I had to turn down was someone wanted to t- take a look back at the Wrestling with Shadows movie. I couldn't find anything positive to talk about <laughs> with wrestling with shadows, all the terrible stuff that happened to Bret Hart and his family and all that. Mm-hmm. But anything else, 
we're down for Anything it. else other than that? <laughs> no, just, I mean, I'm not going to talk about, like, death and wrestling. I might do, like, a Chris Benoit show or anything like that. So yeah. just let's just try to keep it positive. And everyone's a fan at the end of the day, and we love this ridiculous, ridiculous thing we all watch, which mm-hmm. is essentially live theater where guys pretend to fake fight at the end. Remember, I brought my buddy to his first show. It was after WrestleMania 22 in Chicago. And we were the opening segment was Ross. So it was like a talking, and like, what do you think? He goes, "This is awesome." He's like, "It's like a play, but later they're going to fight." Right. <laughs> so that's exactly what it was too. Yeah. It was like an Edge, Triple H, Cena like thing at the beginning of the show. I loved it. There was something I read. I don't know. I I want to say I think you wrote it. It was something online. It was like an article about ten years ago, and it was something about wrestling being like theater. Was Maybe. that you? I don't know. I don't remember. It's possible. Okay. Yeah, but it is. It is basically. It's it's live theater. That's choreographed with predetermined results. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's it's the circus, right? <laughs> I think I forgot who said it. Like, like why isn't wrestling an Olympic wrestling an Olympic sport? They're like figure skating is. It's judged on performance. Why couldn't we do that? I'm like, oh my god, if wrestling was in the Olympics, I'd be so yeah. mad. Like the 450s, you get ranked on your 450s, or like like a match, like you know, <laughs> like the Omega and like Meltzer's one of the judges giving six stars oh, yeah. out and all that stuff. I would. Why not, right? Yeah. You know, figure skating and interpretive dance and, and couples dancing and all that crap can be in the Olympics. Wrestling Synchronized swimming? Yeah. Did you say that already? No, but I'm going to. Now, would wrestling be a summer sport or a winter sport? Pro wrestling. Summer. Oh. You could do both. I'm going to put it in winter because summer's got amateur wrestling, which is actual real okay, wrestling, yeah. like amateur Greco-Roman wrestling. Yeah, Greco- or Greco-Roman free, wrestling. Freestyle, whatever, wrestling. Pro wrestling can have the, the fake wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> you could be in the winter. And it's I'd more be, entertaining. Yes, it wrestles from all over the world, and mm-hmm. maybe, maybe, maybe in the future we'll book a fantasy Olympics, Olympic yeah. games, Olympic your games matches. No, not my backyard. Not our show. Not gonna actually do it. Why? I don't know. Maybe we will. <laughs> uh, well, we're just about over an hour. You got anything else to talk about or anything positive? No. no. Okay. You said something about uh, pops. It was gonna come full circle at some point. Oh, oh yeah, yeah it's a about giveaway. the giveaway, the Funko Pops giveaway. Thanks yeah. for paying attention. Remember, guys, to win that, thanks for the reminder, at PPW Oh, Podcast. hey, sorry. Can I say something? Yes, you're allowed. There is, if you have Netflix, or maybe Netflix, yeah, don't have Netflix, you can download it, but it's called Making Fun. It's a Funko Pop story. Did you watch it? I did. Zach Ryder's in it. Yeah. So uh, here, let me talk about this a little bit. I, I'm like, this is going to be so cool. I loved it. They didn't talk about how they get all these licenses for these Funko Pops for everything. Well, they started talking about how they started getting the licenses. They were just right companies. Yeah, but like the main thing I didn't like about it was the whole first hour was about their bobbleheads and crap. I'm like, well, that's the story of Funko. I don't care. I want the story of Funko Pops, not Funko. But can you imagine like getting into something like all those wacky wobblers? Like yeah. right now, everybody's into Pops. Right. And then you're into wacky wobblers. And in five years, those wacky wobblers are worthless. <laughs> and then everybody's talking about Pops. And you've got a whole collection of wacky wobblers in your basement that you just spent like six yeah. grand on. Are <laughs> you worried about what's going to happen to the Pops? I don't think so. Are you waiting I- for the Pops bubble to burst? But it just Am I the, waiting for it? No. But do you think it will? But they, the thing is, it has to endless, at some point. But they could make it out of anything. Yeah. You know, they have ones of the Sandlot figures. They have one of the Duchess of Cambridge for crying out loud. Yeah. And they're doing re-releases too. So like the original runs. I mean, this really nothing wrestling, but it's it's toy related. <laughs> but like the original runs of like old Disney, like uh, say Monsters Inc. Super valuable because they're old. But now they're doing another runs of Monsters Inc. And they're just doing re-releases of stuff. But, like, Incredibles 2 is coming out, and I went to Target to pick up the new Incredibles 2. But Incredibles 1, super expensive and rare, but now you can get the updated versions for, like, 10 bucks. Yeah. So it is an endless stream, but I don't know if it's going to burst because Funko, the company itself, is trying to come out with different things. So every time I see them pushing something new, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't like it. I yeah. think it's because I don't want them to, like, front on my, my pop collection. <laughs> That's fair. That makes sense. I mean, I'm, I got a minimal pop collection. I've got a handful of them. You know, I don't yeah. go too crazy. But some people, man, they're just you. You can't. It's a it's a Pandora's box. You know, right? Like I saw one. I'm like, no, oh, I'm gonna get these Doug ones from Nickelodeon. <laughs> I'm like, no, this is the Disney Doug. I don't want the Nickelodeon Doug. I'm like, you know, it's just crazy. Yeah, the past. I would say the past two years, it's really blown up. Like when I first started collecting, it wasn't. I mean, they had movie licenses and TVs, but it was kind of palatable, where you could kind of like pick and choose. Like it was like the favorite of the favorites. But lately, it's just like every cartoon, every Nickelodeon thing, all the 90s and 2000s yeah. pop culture in that area. Like, when I first started, it was more 80s, like He-Man, Thundercats, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The, the Toys That Made Us, did you watch that? 
No, someone else. I'm using someone else's Netflix, so they're in the middle of it. So yeah. I'm just waiting for them to finish it. The He-Man one, Toys That Made Us, is my favorite one they did. Yeah, that was I earlier on. I have right? the power. <laughs> well, X-Pac tweeted out something. He goes, heading over to film a Toys That Made Us. So they, they hopefully they're doing a wrestling show coming up, okay. right? All right. With the LGNs and the Hasbros, hopefully. Yeah. Because I'm sure he'll tell the story of his Hasbro car where he's missing eyebrows. And if you oh, I hope they do. Yeah. If you oh, so I'm sorry. The reason I was talking you were, go ahead. No, you're good. No. The reason I started talking about making fun, because Zack Ryder, like, just to see all his collections, yeah. Hasbro stuff, his LJNs, and even his Ghostbuster stuff, like, everything he has is just awesome. On Instagram, every once in a while, he'll do, like, a story of a toy, of his room, yeah. of his toy room, so check that out for sure. He's at, his Instagram's fun, because he's got all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I like, like, examining it. Like, it, I think, it, 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 he his girlfriend's heart, because I think she's just getting into it. Just for him? <laughs> well, she is no clue about this. So when you're around somebody so long, you're yeah. super excited about stuff. I'm sure your wife didn't really watch wrestling. No. So she's like, knows a lot more about yeah. it. Probably supports it and likes it a yeah, little bit more than now. she did before. She's a fan. So um, Chelsea, she was she was on some interview. She was talking about how cool this is and like just different action yeah. figures that she never knew of and rarities. And just to hear somebody else talk like that, it was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I th he responds to tweets too. I think because one time he posted like his picture of his rings. He got the yellow ring and the blue ring. I noticed his figures didn't have any particular order. I'm like, do you ever consider putting the figures that were out when the yellow Hasbro ring came in there? And he's like, nope. <laughs> like, oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. And I also like him because he's a not mint on card guy. Everything's mm -hmm. out of the box. I love that. Yeah. If you ever watch his unbox videos, he goes, "Let's open them up," and just destroys the box and like yeah. breaks the heart of mint on card guys. If you're following us on Twitter, guys, you're you will be entered in the contest as long as you retweet the link I'll sent out. So at PPW Podcast, follow and retweet. If you want an extra five entries into the contest, you got to go back through the show and find out what the hashtag was. I'm gonna tell you now. All okay. right. <laughs> uh, you got to do the hashtag High Penny to at PPW Podcast. You'll get an extra five entries automatically into the contest to win your free Shawn Michaels Funko Pop. This is not the new one that came out. This is the Walgreens exclusive one. This is the early 90s. It's the one that matches your shirt. It is. So thanks, guys, for listening. Thank you, seriously. Everyone that's listened once or a half a minute to our show blows both of our minds that anyone would want to listen to us talk. So thank you very much for listening to us. We will try to get a show out as soon as we possibly can. For I was gonna do a different like outro, but I'm like, no, we're gonna keep it classic. So all right, all right, Eric, you got anything else? Nope. All right, guys, see you next time. See you next week.